Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. It is, I had to look at the date real fast, December 15th. We are just 10 days away from the holiday season for some of us, and we have another very important thing to talk about, and that's the finale of season 43 of Survivor. We're going to try to get to everything. It was a jammed pack episode. Tonight, I am joined by my friend, Will. Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Is this your this your third straight finale covering with us, or did you cover the finale for forty two? Uh I think I covered the finale of forty two. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, <laughs> he's he's been around. You guys know Will and no Abraham today. He's coming back from L.A. Hopefully, he has a safe flight home. But we are joined by one of Abraham's best friends, returning of the, to the Survivor Now podcast, season forty one. Nasir, Nasir, look, you're repping the hat. You've got it in the <laughs> background. Drop the four, keep the one. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm. This is a brand new hat, by the way. I just uh, got it from production. I think this is our Christmas gift. So I want to make sure that I want to, you know, and this is my type. So I love it. Production Thank you, sent that to you. <laughs> Thank you, production. Thank you, CBS. <laughs> <laughs> see, Nasir, he is always catering to him. He, we know we're going to see, see Nasir back on the island. We know everybody loves Nasir. So... Uh, first off, thank you for joining us today. It is going to be so fun to hear your side of things, being someone who was actually out there on the island. Um, we have to start, like, I'm flustered because I'm still getting over what we just witnessed take place last night. So I guess, first off, huge congratulations to Gabler. And guys, I have to ask both of you what you thought about the episode as a whole and, and what you think about Gabler being the winner and I have to remind you, he was one vote away from a perfect game, being the third ever perfect winner of Survivor. So Nasir, we'll we'll start with you. What did you 
how did you take this? Because I think the entire world was just shocked. That's a great question, uh, Randy. So let's let's put this way. It's not all about what the entire world talk. It's all about what the jury, the juror made the decision, right? They they have this final say or the vote who will be winning, right? So um, Gabler did it. They realized that. I mean, like they, the, the, the jury, they went for him except one vote, right? Everybody else went for Gabler. So he has to win those hearts not maybe not the end i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to disrespect here but it's maybe not an entire survivor fan hearts but he did the jerry wars at the hearts so there's there a reason you can change on that right <laughs> there's a reason that the fans don't vote and i know i will tossing it over to you and adding on to nasir's point here a lot of people felt like last night it was a bitter jury i know that cassidy i've heard cassidy say sometimes that she felt like her the jury was kind of tainted from Jesse and Carla and Jesse and Carla were kind of mad about how Cassidy got them out of the game. So, I mean, did we see a bitter jury last night? Does that go into effect of how Gabler won? I mean, I think no matter what the jury will always be bitter. And I think it's up to the players to kind of navigate that. Um, (laughs) Um, real quick, I just want to point out how just emotional the finale was, and then it goes into the final tribal council of Gabler just making jokes with the jury and then winning the season. I've never had a heel turn that quick between just emotional devastation to the funniest thing I've ever seen on Survivor. Um, but I think I think the jury was a little bit bitter. Um, Jesse, I think definitely was. We saw him just so upset. Uh, of just losing a million dollars because we, I think we all can agree that he was pretty much going to win. And I think the jury wanted Jesse to win. So when the jury couldn't get Jesse to win, they were like, all right, let's just vote Gabler. <laughs> so, and also that that's a, that's a good point, but also see, um, uh, Cassidy, see, she, she played a, an amazing game, you know? So, just to just to point out some stuff what she did like for an example jury doesn't know what she said in confessionals does that make sense mm-hmm. so and she was a beast at the end one couple of challenges and she never gave up fought really hard and also what i feel like like for an example how smart she was like when carla tried to convince her or to make a uh, a uh, uh, you know, uh, what is that? Uh, fire. Wait, make the 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 fire make fire. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And also, she uh, Jesse tried to pull her into make fire, right? But she was smart enough to know that. Well, she's already in final three. Why? Why uh, she has to go and to prove again, to sit again, come back. See, it's it's it's. I would I would say nobody will do it. I mean, like they are the great players, and if they don't have anything to prove, then yes, but they can do it. But Cassidy, she had it. She she knows she's smart. And imagine the the game that she played. If would have been different if a man played that exactly how Cassidy played, it will be interpreted differently. Yeah. No, I that was definitely a talking point. And I love that you brought that up because 
when Cassidy said she wasn't going to make fire, you know, a lot of people, especially Jesse, Jesse was hurt. And we saw this when every time Cassidy answered something about yeah. when they asked her, why didn't you make fire? And she's like, she basically put it out there. I didn't have anything to prove. And Jesse shook his head in frustration. Cause we all know that Jesse believes yeah. the only reason she didn't do fire is she was scared that he would beat her. But I agree on Cassidy's side of things saying she had nothing to prove. She won that final immunity challenge. Are we just going to not act like that means something to win final immunity? Like that's a huge part of the game. And I couldn't agree more with you, Nasir, that that was a a big talking point last night as well. Uh, The perception of Cassie and how she played the game compared to if you put a male in that position and he played the exact same game, you know, we would look at it as, this man played a cunning game and, you know, it was, I, I don't know. I would almost compare Cody and Cassidy a little bit in that sense. And everyone was impressed with Cody's game and how he played and he burnt some bridges as well, but Cassidy does it. And everyone has a big issue with it, which it, which did kind of rub me the wrong way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Again, I'm not trying to disrespect for Gabler's gameplay. He did an amazing game. And of course, he did. did. Imagine he, of course, he was from the beginning. I was even kind of, well, is he going to continue? Even he said it like, I don't know if he can handle those, uh, uh, the environment in this, in the island, right? Because he's getting old. And that's what he some type of he said like yeah. right and then then he said even please vote me out and and then he realized he did a mistake he just kind of uh you know stay just just like calm like he was saying what some type of an alligator he was yeah, yeah. Alligator. Alligator. yeah. <laughs> all right so he stay calm never he 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 always was on a majority alliance or at least he never got a single vote right no Not never yeah Never. So, well, Cassidy, I know I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I at least, She deserved to win, at, to get at least some votes, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that was the big perception. Will, uh, adding on to Nasir's point here, you know, Cassidy was the favorite to win. And I think that's what hit everyone hard last night. But not only Cassidy, as I saw a lot of people say Cassidy and Owen were both kind of, and again, we're not denouncing Gabler. Gabler, if you make it to the finale, you deserve a chance to win the game. Uh, plain and yeah, simple. Exactly. I don't, I don't believe in goats anymore. You know, when I was younger watching survivor, I would, I would always be like that person's a goat. When Michelle won, I was so mad because I'm like, that's a goat winner. She shouldn't have won. Um, and, and Heather, a lot of people believed Heather shouldn't have been there in your season this year. But if you make it to the end in survivor, if you can navigate your way to the end, you deserve to be there and you deserve a chance. Uh, but Will, do you believe that Cassidy and Owen, looking back, should have won this season if you look at all three of their games combined? So, well, as oh, sorry, Will, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, like, I don't think any of us because should say whether or not who deserves to win because we weren't there. Don't forget, we're only getting a very like small fraction of what actually happened on the island. What I will say is. I wish the jury was a bit more honest because I honestly do not believe that everyone's votes were live. I think everyone was mad that Carla and uh, Jesse were out and they wanted Gabler to win because Gabler, his game was, he had the least amount to his resume out of everyone else. Owen, you know, he could say that he was the underdog Cassie. She was the sly Fox that kind of, you know, rode Carla's coattails until and backstab people or whatever. But Gabler was the only one there. 
And I feel like they would just want to vote Gaylord to win in spite of Cassidy for getting out the two biggest threats. And I, I kind of hate how they're like, all right, well, my vote's live. And it was just Gabler's really good final tribal because Gabler's final tri- tribal was good. It, I don't think it was I, the I best. thought it was good. At, when, when he first started giving a speech, I did write in my notes. I said, Gabler is killing this. He is mm-hmm. killing the speech. My one problem with how he handled the final tribal council is he kept going back to one point in particular. Every question they would ask, he would go right back. Well, I'd have to say the Ellie vote. I'd have to say the Ellie vote. And if I was out there, I would want to ask him, Gabler, I respect your game and you killed it. But can you give me one instance other than the the Ellie vote on what, you know, a decision you made in the game? Because that was my only problem with his final speech was he just kept going back to the same point. And I talked to one of my friends about it and they said, well, if that's the only move you made in the game, then make sure to hammer that home. Nasir, being someone... Uh, you were on the jury for season 41. I have a couple of questions. One, is that an effective strategy to, you know, kind of hammer one point? This is the move I made and make sure, you know, you back that up and and make sure the jury knows that you made this huge move or should you kind of sprinkle out throughout the season and talk about multiple moves you made? Well, I think he got the point and he, he, uh, he understood the jury if, even or no matter what type of questions come from different or you know juror he gave the same answer and they went with it and you know <laughs> <there is nothing. laughs> even you, you i mean again we don't have the rights or or the yep. entire doesn't have the right right it's all about the and and uh, at the end he knows what he's talking about and <laughs> that is that is <laughs> yeah. part of manipulating again right and convincing with the same answer over and over and uh, it's still he got the majority of the vote and uh, the other the other question that will and i wouldn't know because we haven't been out there on the island we all hear that the jury can kind of influence each other right someone comes out of the game you want to know what's happening in the game what's been going on because the jury can only really see and hear what's happening based off their time at tribal council Correct. So would you say uh, it could be different based off the seasons, but for season 41, did you feel like maybe you guys kind of influenced your, each other when it came down to the final three? The, I mean, like, no, no, no. Cause see, again, when you out of the game, it's all about you. Okay. Again, I said, even I went on to final with until the last minute. I don't know to whom I'm going to vote for. Maybe some others they had. All right. I'm not going to based on their video, based on I want at the right moment, if they can answer the right question, I'm good. Because again, as we know, we are not going to see any confessionals, anything like, for an example, Cassidy, she said about and, and it shows very smart. And she 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 immediately can read people uh, uh, what they are saying, what they're uh, 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 what they're trying to do with Carla, with Jesse, and, and she knows it, you know, that is how <laughs> yeah. supposed to play the game. But imagine if that confessionals uh, uh, shown to that a jury and it will be a different game play over there. Right. So yep. jury, not only what Carla said, one, only one Jesse said, no one else ex- actually, right. About. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> again, I mean, it's all about, it's no matter how, how you play, like, 
it's all about how you win juries. Here, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Are you familiar with Big Brother as a show? Not a lot. I'm being honest with you. That's fine. Basically, in the first two seasons, it, uh-huh. Big Brother as a show, it's very similar to Survivor, but the jury would be able to go home and they were be, they were able to see the show live, including confessionals. Mm-hmm. And I bring that up because the first winner, uh, Doctor Will, he was able to use the confessionals to like make everyone else in the house seem like awful compared to him. But mm-hmm. then in season three. Um, there's a player named Daniel Reyes. Daniel Reyes is known as one of the best big brother players who never win because the jury saw their, um, her confessionals where she would count people down saying, all right, I got this guy out, you know, whatever. So I just think it's interesting how you're kind of bringing up the idea of the jury seeing confessionals, because I think that's very double edged, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I I mean, I'm, I don't know if Jerry cannot see survivor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm saying though, like if you ever have a season where they can, I, don't I feel think. like no, they, they would never that would be, because that would be wild. <laughs> be wild. Yeah. I mean, like, Logistically, oh though, it can never happen because you yeah. know it's, it's all yeah, out on the island. Well, let's talk about we we mentioned Cassidy and Gabler so far. Owen was officially third place in this game with no vote. Did it shock you guys that he got no votes? Because let me just say, watching it, I saw a tweet last night. That someone said, looks to the left, looks to the right. Is Gabler about to win this? And that exact same thing happened to me yesterday when I was watching it. It kind of just hit me. I'm like, holy cow, wait a minute. But I thought it would be a lot closer. Like, I I did Mm -hmm. feel like Gabler had um, enough votes because I felt like, and we're going to get into it. What was the name of that alliance that he kept talking about with him, Jesse, Cody? It was like the uh, assassins, not the, it was like brothers. So the day we die or something like that. Something. Um, so yeah, something like that. But they kept bringing up this alliance, and we didn't see a lot of that alliance in the edit. But I knew we were that he had Cody's vote, Jesse's vote, Sammy's vote. But and I Carla. just thought, yeah, and, and Carla, and I, I just felt like more of the votes would be split between Owen and Cassidy. So Nasir, I'll go to you. Did that shock you? That I mean, we talked about it a little bit at the very beginning. Gabler was one vote. If James didn't put that vote on Cassidy and he put it on Gabler instead, he would have been the third perfect winner of all time. And that's, that's, I think the most shocking thing to me. So Owen, I mean, like, see, uh, it is shocking to be honest with you all. Well, so I feel really bad and I'm very proud of him too, because see, he was always on the wrong side of the, every single vote almost. <laughs> right. And, and sometime like, like like he got to that even the last advantage he was right there right i'm like it's a lot of things happen but i think owen uh he he answered many questions not just one questions right not only one answer for every single question but he answered different differently but i think owen maybe need a little more confident when uh, right yeah. Is that right? Yeah. A little, little more confidence going into, I mean, he was honest though. He was honest. Like every time they asked him, he, he kept saying, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When they asked him, what was your big, you know, what was your big move? I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't really have a big move. Like, or I think it was big Alliance when they asked who was your main Alliance. He was like, I'm not going to lie. Didn't really have one. Should that not mean something though? Being honest, going into the final tribal council, because I feel like, there'd be a whole new respect level. If I'm sitting there asking questions, look, if you just flat out tell me, 
look, I got carried, but that's, those were the cards that I was dealt and I'm still sitting here. I think there would be a new respect thing uh, between me and that answer. Will you, sh- you're shaking your head. Do you agree? You think honesty is a good way to go about it? I think there was respect for his game, but not enough to get a vote. I think, I honestly think that the emotions against Cassidy was so high that people wanted to defect or to vote Gabler because I feel like Cassidy and Owen, they were really close. So I think the jury might think a vote for Owen would be a vote for Cassidy's game, uh, which is why they vote vote for Gabler. And I think, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like nowadays the, the third runner-up never gets any votes in Survivor. We saw it with Xander. We saw that with uh, Romeo, Romero. Yeah, Romeo, yeah. Romeo. Um, and then, you know, we see that all the time. And so I, I kind of figured that in the game, Owen was getting no votes, even though I loved Owen throughout the whole game because <laughs> the man tried so hard. But I think, yeah, again, like people can respect his game, but that doesn't mean that he's going to get a jury vote. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened. And also when it's, it, of course, it's a great thing to be honest, but at that time he should have came up with something because there is no way any player went home without having a good move. I mean, every yeah. single player, they do have something. Even if you even get if out of the able. island, the first person is still, you try to do some move, that's the reason you went out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So you know, saying like being honest, I, don't, I did not do anything. That's put you like, okay, you did not do anything. Just you're just tagging along, tagging along, right? So instead of saying mm-hmm. that, instead of like, I did that, I just like, see, at the end, jury wants to listen or hear that what about what do you how do you what do you want to say so they're not going to analyze that what he said they don't have enough time to you know to go and ask back questions and follow up with some others or did he do this one or not you know so just i'm sure i mean like Owen, he did great things he's a great player you know so uh yeah i, I feel bad but at the same time i'm proud of him he won a couple of challenges and uh you know and he could have won the final challenge too what happened was you know what happened. it's super super tough and we're going to get yeah. to that final challenge nasir before we move on past this final tribal council and i'm sure we'll keep alluding back to it throughout the episode who was your favorite player of the season this i have to know who gets like nasir's stamp of approval for this season i think carlo I think you're a Carla fan. Yeah. Okay, this is. Are you asking me or Will? No, I'm a, yeah. no, no. You're. Well, I think Will you. just had a prediction of who I, your I favorite just predicted your answer in this year. My bad. So can I say this? Yeah. So I had three players. I, I predicted three. One mm-hmm. was Jesse and Carla and Gabler. Mm. Okay. Okay, but you know what? I really surprised me. I mean, Jesse, let's say if he's sitting or on final uh, final three, he could have been that season. But however, I'm kind of I'm really proud of the way he played. But at the same time, I'm very disappointed. You are there in 24 days. You don't know how to make fire, dude. <laughs> oh, this is this is a perfect dude. segue. This is absolutely perfect segue. Uh, we okay, Jesse. I think we all agree was the hands down or what's the word I'm looking Uh it, How do I say this? He, he was w- the winner. Basically he was um, the one to you, lose. Yeah. Yeah. Basically we all agreed. This was Jesse's game to lose. Exactly. Yes, that's my um, But I want to look at it, even though I think Jesse strategically was a mastermind and he played a really good strategic and social game on the flip side, people always like to say that challenges, challenge wins shouldn't mean that much when talking about who is the winner of the show. 
But Jesse went, if my math is correct, and you count fire making as a challenge, oh for nine in challenges. And I mean, Nasir, we'll go right back to you because you were the one who brought up this point. The fire making might have been the worst we've ever seen since they've had the fire making challenge on Survivor. You don't think so, Will? What, what do you mean the worst? Like he the biggest... might have. He barely got a spark. No, remember no? Cook I Island's final he? four. Cook Island's final four, where nope. they were given actual matches and they still couldn't make fire. I do now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it might have been the worst ever. But Nasir, I mean. He got blown out by Gabler here. Can, can, can I say this one? I mean, like, maybe it's for me, but I'm sure there are many Survivor players who played would agree with me. Playing or, or competing in a, on, in a challenge, even starving, okay, or, or, or trying to manipulate people, those are very difficult to do in, on Survivor. You know the easiest things? To make fire. If... It doesn't matter. I mean, like, see, he's very strategic. He, 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 but he, he just convinced people. I mean, like, Cody's idol and and what the other idol he had. And I'm like, see, he's amazing. He's he's thinking really smart. He's he's, you know. But you are on. We are playing Survivor. So most three mm-hmm. things, right? Right? You know how to hold a machete. You know how to play, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm talking about basics here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The basic okay. needs of Survivor. Survival, survival, yeah, yeah. It's survival, my friend. It's not like, yeah, it's a gameplay, winning challenges. I'm like, yeah, those are normal. Yeah, it's it's a part of the game. But the, the more, I mean, the basic stuff, all right? Like heat up a water, get a bamboo, make fire. <laughs> I'm like, see, it's cost him. I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm really sorry for Jesse. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I was rooting for him too. One of them, right? I was rooting for yeah. Carla, Jesse, and Gabler. That's three pick. I don't want to just pick one, and you know what I mean. But based on their gameplays, anyway. So, yeah, I was kind of disappointed to see that he could make fire, and he's trying to convince Cassidy. Cassidy's smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I'm still convinced Cassidy would have won. I am oh, convinced yeah. that she should have. She could have made. Fire. I make him. Yes, she should have been against uh, <laughs> Jesse. I'm easy. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I will say. Go ahead, Will. Gabler did beat the record for fastest fire made. What was so? What, how fast did he do it again? Did you have the number down? On, uh, not the number down. I know it was four under five minutes, minutes and four minutes seconds. I think. Wow. Like, well, I think I was just so excited and so paying attention to Jesse's reactions. <laughs> I I missed it because Jesse yeah. Will was just very distraught. He was having, and for obvious mm-hmm. reasons, he was out there for his family. Distraught might not be the word, but sad, very sad, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he was doing this for his family and everything. Uh, what do you think, Jesse? Obviously, we can't speak for him, but what do we think Jesse's going to take away from uh, this experience? Are you asking me? Or yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, I think I think Jesse will take a lot of things away from Survivor. I think after the sting of just barely making a final tribal will go away. Jesse will realize like how much he's accomplished because Jesse was, I think the favorite because he shared a lot about his past, about his story, about how he was in juvenile hall and how he kind of turned his life around. And then he was by far one of the most, uh, I guess I want to say like strongest players in season 43. I don't like to say bad or good, 
but he was yeah. one of the more dominant players and was so close to winning. And I think after, you know, after he calms down and, you know, realizes that, you know, winning a million dollars isn't everything to an adventure that Jesse will kind of be very fortunate that he was able to turn his life around. I, I saw this question asked yesterday. I, I do have to shout him out because I'm going to steal this question. They asked it on Rob has a podcast yesterday, but I thought it was a super interesting question this year. Uh, every single season of Survivor is usually remembered by one key moment. Hey, do you remember uh, Cook Islands? You said it earlier, Will. Do you remember Cook Islands? It was a season that this happened. Yep. Between these two points, what will season 43 be remembered for more? A shocking Gabler win? Or a Jesse loss at the very end because he was such the clear front runner. For me, Jesse losing oh, doesn't know how to make. I mean, he made fire. He made it. I'm like, yeah, you know, because yeah. he knows that it's the million dollars was not. He doesn't have to do anything to convince jury, right? It, I mean, he had. He was probably. He uh, had everybody almost. As long right? as he did not say something stupid at final tribal council, he was probably going to get every vote. Mm-hmm. Except Cody, Cody, but he's a cool dude. I mean, he's already forgiven. He's all about having life and enjoyment because he blindsided him, right? So, but Cody is he will go with Jesse because of the gameplay for sure, right? Yeah, and uh, and he even he said that like because he got to that far because of Jesse, so definitely he should have worked for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, well, I mean, that's something people kept joking when Jesse voted out Cody. I was looking at it, man. That's a game when he moved. But now people are saying, did that ruin Jesse's game? Should he have kept Cody? Because Cody was probably going to take Jesse to the end. Yeah, but still, he did not. Just Jesse, what ruined his game is the fire major challenge. Yeah. <laughs> have you reached out to him yet, Nasir? You need to message him on Instagram and say, let me teach you how to make fire. <laughs> no, no. He knows, okay, so okay. he knows He knows how to make fire, right? He yeah, start, yeah. start going. But but what he could have done, like again, future survivor players, right? Like if you go, if you are on the island or in the island, if you can, it's okay. But try, give a shot. There are plenty of hours to uh, burn, right? Like right. So then start making fire. Some days it will be thirty minutes. Some day it will be fifteen. Some day five. Some day two. You know, it will happen. You have, you have 25 days to learn how to make fire. How to make fire, right? Like if you have, that's why I told Diana, my wife, I'm like, we were watching last night. I'm like, seriously, look at that million dollars because he doesn't know how to make fire or he did not make fire. Because yeah. And also he he put in his mind, I, I again, I could be wrong, okay? Watching, I, but I can see that he yeah. so much pressure thinking about how can I win because he knows that he's the one going to be I mean, I'm like, forgot I put everything just to make it, <laughs> right? Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're live in a million dollars, I mean, because he's an amazing player. He has a great family. His life story is amazing. How, you know, so, but. You got to make that fire. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I was blindsided. It's a different story, okay? I don't know what's going on. They blindsided, right? That's yeah. different. Yeah. But this is something in your hand that you can do is something it's a different feeling. I I, think I, I can promise you he will never not make fire again. This is gonna this is gonna haunt him forever. Uh if we play again, he may end up in the same situation. Better Jesse, you practice again. <laughs> yeah, he better like if he goes out again, he's gonna be making fire every single day. I can promise you that. Uh well, let's talk about um did Jesse make the moves? Did he make too flashy of moves? And what I mean by this 
is when he played that idol, Janine's idol, he played that to ensure that he could make it on to the next round. And it's hard in that moment. If I had an idol, I'm going to play it too, because it's going to be a resume booster, but he didn't have to play it. He had the votes that he needed. That idol really did nothing for him. And after he played that idol, that's what made everyone else go, okay, Jesse's the clear front runner after his last two tribal councils. We got to get him out. Did that kind of hurt him? The the two moves that he made between Cody and playing Janine's idol, was that a little bit too flashy? I think after the Cody boot, Jesse was always the biggest threat. Um, yeah, I think people, everyone else agreed that if it wasn't Jesse, it would be Carla. If not Carla, it'd be Jesse. And I think everyone had that agreement. So I think by that point, it doesn't. It didn't matter what Jesse did. Jesse could break an arm, and he would still be the biggest target. Hey, we're not talking about season forty-four yet. Where like everyone's breaking arms and. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. I had to throw that out there. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Um. So I, I think at that point, again, Jesse had nowhere else to go. So I think just by being flashy, it just helped. I think it honestly helped him because then Jesse could go to Final Travel Council and say, "Hey, look, I was able to be this flashy." and still make it to the final tribal council. Meanwhile, you know, assuming that Cassie would get fourth, all Gabler and Owen did were play another radar and, you know, not have the um, agency, I guess, that Jesse had throughout the game. There's one more person we have to speak on before we speak about, you know, the challenges and how the episode played out editing wise and everything yesterday. And that was Carla. And Carla had an interesting run this season. I thought pre-merge, she was one of the favorites. And I'm like, Carla is here to play. She could definitely win this game. And then she started losing steam towards the end of the run here, where I was like, Carla, I think going into the finale might be the least likely to win Mm -hmm. just because she lost so much steam. But then I gained a whole new respect for Carla, not saying I didn't have it to begin with because she's an amazing player and an amazing person. But her understanding of the game. She, I mean, laid it all out when she's trying to convince them to vote Jesse instead of her. She's like, look, Jesse has not received a vote the entire game. And he right now has a perfect game going. I just feel like being out on the Island. I wouldn't even think about that. Like I wouldn't have that knowledge. I wouldn't be. And she said other stuff that I was like, wow, Carla is basically speaking. Like she has, like she has seen the confessional. She's basically speaking like she has a TV that she's been watching along while she, while she plays a season. So her understanding of the game is incredible. And she just ran out of, she had no other options pretty much as how her game ended. Uh, Nasir, what did you think about Carla's game this season? I know you've kind of mentioned already that, you know, she had a good game, but like, was she, she got voted out? Should they have targeted maybe Gabler? I, I mean, I do have to say that, but she was in a tough spot. Well, I agree with you. Everything what you say, what you say about uh, said about Carla, she's she's just an amazing player. I'm like, it's not just only the way that she listen or or try to uh, uh, understand the game, uh, like reading the game, reading the uh, people, but also she's a challenge beast too. Imagine this is the first time that the voter challenge, you know, under the voter, there's high tide and low tide. I think this is the first group to stay like high tide, then low tide. You know <laughs> what I mean? The entire two hours and like 40 minutes. Yeah. Can you can imagine she won other challenges too, right? I'm like, that's Carla. I'm like, it's, it's, it's she proved it and she knows it even. Okay. Again, if Jesse and Carla sitting on final three, it would have been a different game. Yeah. 
Jerry, Jerry will go crazy to whom to vote, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were definitely, we saw the two strongest players go out early. I mean, you say Carla being a challenge beast, she toughed it out all season with injuries. I mean, this lady, I'm going to make a SpongeBob reference, but it's old SpongeBob. She was like that guy who came out and said, I've got broken bones. And, and it, that's that's basically Carla. Uh, she just was dealing with injury after injury. And uh, the one thing, Will, before you give your opinions on Carla, the one thing I didn't like about Carla is the only reason she voted Jesse. She laughs about it and says, ah, I couldn't I couldn't let you have a perfect game. I didn't like that. Because I would not be the person like, yes, I understand, throw everything at the wall, but I'm not trying to ruin somebody's chance to make history and have a perfect game. Because if Jesse made it to the end, that was probably going to be the one vote against him that kept him from that perfect game was was Carla's throwaway vote on him. It's all about driver manipulating and just so... She, I, I'm sure she felt it. That is the <laughs> most comfortable way to vote. It, you know, like to Jesse, right? Then, yeah. So, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she. I would, she all... I would do that. <laughs> oh, Nasir, you take someone's perfect game away, bro. <laughs> I I don't know if y'all remember Earl from Survivor Fiji, but he had a very similar thing that happened. He went through the whole game, got one throwaway vote from the person who was getting voted out. And then we got all the jury votes and was that one vote away from a perfect game. And that probably would have been Jesse. <laughs> well, do you, do you respect, you know, Carla's gameplay of like, I can't let you have a perfect game, man. It was kind of oh. like her, you know, oh. you beat me, but I'm going to, I'm going to add this little sting to it. <laughs> I would have done the same. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I respect Carla as a game player. And I actually really liked her overall trajectory of how she started the game. Super, super tough. And then slowly just like her gameplay went not, I don't want to say gameplay, but like her, her win condition got worse and worse as time went on. Um, and I think that's super interesting from like, you know, looking at the winner edits and then the edgex and whatever lame survivor nerd terminology you'll use. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, I would do the same as voting a throwaway vote to the, person who i thought was going to win because of that randy you remember that will you remember that there are many other people yeah carla did that she knows what she's doing oh yeah she that's gonna be that could be one of her you know resident resume builders when they're talking about mm, who should we bring back for all stars i mean we've got nasir here he's definitely coming back oh yeah and then and then we've got like carla and jesse and like yeah and i mean randy yeah maybe well not for all stars i have to get about cody cody's not He's yeah, fun. Cody Cody would be there. There's a lot. Marianne, I'm sure. Mike Turner. We could be here all day listening <laughs> to Mike? so far. <laughs> uh, but let's move on to we started this episode with we we saw this, we've been seeing this where they do a final advantage clue. And it was you had to unscramble, then you had to go find the advantage. Nasir, you mentioned this earlier. Owen was right there, and Carla just comes in and grabs it at the last minute. Um do you guys feel like you would be able to find that clue? Because I was pick, like putting together the words they, and I was like, I, I don't know where to look. And they were like, huh, lifeless. Then it has to be a tree. I'm like, well, a tree has life. So I wouldn't even think about that. So like, I mean, what do we think about this whole sequence? Do we like this like final advantage clue or because in recent years, it's always been a challenge advantage. And at times it's pretty much handed you the challenge. It did again here, even though Carla wasn't able to put it together. She, she had a big lead when it came to the end of it. 
I hate it. I hate. Really? I don't like. I agree with you because for me, for me, the difference in the way I, I, the way I think that see, English is my fourth language. Yeah. Wow. Wait. What are? Okay. I know, What's our second, third? Yeah, we know your main my, language. My first is Tamil, Sinhala, then uh, Malayalam, and then English, then Arabic, then. Wow, you know Arabic? Yeah, really? I can manage now. In, when you are living in America, you lose everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. Wow, see, yeah. we learn something new every day. Wow. Okay. So, so, uh, yeah, for me, like even like native English speaker, born and raised in America, still they can get the except Owen and and Carla, right? So yeah. everyone else, they did not. So imagine me on that situation. I have no clue. That is when I will be like, okay, I need my idol today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nasir would be like, look, I'm not even gonna try. I've got an idol tonight. You guys, <laughs> I will try, Randy. I will try. Then you know, because I will try. Maybe. Yeah. I said I maybe like survival what? God open his eyes or her <laughs> eyes and say like Nasir, you got it. Miracles happen. Right? I mean, Nasir definitely don't feel bad because, like I said. English is the one language that I I actually somewhat know, apparently. And it just, I didn't know. Like, I would have been like when Gabler was still sitting there and he's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and they're like, lifeless. I would have been the same way. I would have been like, nope, this is not happening. And I mean, yeah. that that puzzle that they had, the, the word scramble at the challenge that they had to put together too. I was like, this is barbaric. Like, you're giving them like, a lot of the sentences were making sense and there was different like words you could use. I'm like, this is challenging. Will. this is really hard. I, would I may run around on the beach pretending that I know <laughs> it <laughs> just to mess them I, up. I wish you, you would be able to do that because I would absolutely do the same. I would just run around and be like, bro, it's, it's in a rock. <laughs> I, I would have been at the challenge itself. I would have been peeking over like Jeff would have had to say, Randy, no look in it. I would have been. Like trying to peek over and see what the words are. Um, Speaking about the challenges, let's go ahead and quickly talk about the final immunity challenge. This is something we've seen before. Uh, It's kind of been the final immunity challenges have kind of been turning into a concentration-based challenge where you have to keep that concentration. Do we prefer these types of challenges for the ending or do we want them to go back? I know Jeff doesn't enjoy it because he just sits there for hours. But do we want them to go back to when it was endurance based? Put your hand on this idol and stand there as long as you, you know, I just watched Survivor Palau where Tom West, Westman and uh, Ian hung on for 11 hours. And so, like, what do we prefer? Do we like the concentration challenges for the final final challenge or do we prefer an endurance challenge? See, I like it because and also it's tough, though. The reason they know because you've been already for 26 days out there or 24, five days. The next day will be there. So over there, then there is nothing left in your body. OK, you yeah. Think straight. You can, so it's a, it's a good challenge for the show, for sure. It's a really difficult challenge, too, because you can concentrate. You don't know. You, it's hard to count. You know, it's just like physically, mentally, you are already drained. So you have to have something like that. It's better than puzzles, I would say. You know, at least. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw a puzzle in there. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, I felt it for Owen. Owen was so close. Owen and Gabler were so close to winning. And just seeing those towers with the wind just drop, I felt it. I didn't blame Owen whatsoever for taking 
you know, he threw one of them and then he threw the stick down. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'd probably do the same thing. If the wind oh, knocks yeah. my tower over, I would have been irate. But also, I once, I once tower was in the state like Cassidy. Cassidy, she took her time, just perfectly placed, you yep. know, every single whatever it placed on it. And, uh, and she, I'm sure she did a lot of yoga and balancing stuff too. So, you know, like, yeah. It was it was impress it was an impressive win. I mean, Will, would you be able to do that challenge? Would you be good at it? Uh, I would be no. really good at it. Oh, sorry, I... wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, no. Nasir, did you say you would be good at it? I would be good at it. Oh, oh yeah, Nasir definitely. I feel like do you know who I think wouldn't be good at the challenge? Who? Abe. Probably not. <laughs> I, I feel like not... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Abe would brute force his way through the challenge. I'm just telling you guys right now, I would not be. I, I'm one of those people with like shaky hands. And I know I would. That, no, I was yeah. watching that. Like, no, thank you. I do have to add on to we talked about it last week when Michaela, my good friend, Michaela, joined the show. Uh, the reward for the reward challenge. They said, oh, we've got some Jeff, you know, oh, we have something else for you guys. The winner of the reward challenge is going to go to the sanctuary and get staken. This was the third time this season that the reward was the sanctuary. Nasir, I want to get your opinion. And Will, I want to get your opinion because I haven't been able to speak to you guys about it. Where are the good survivor rewards? Why are we just go to the sanctuary? It's I know it's easy. It's cost cutting. But uh, Will, I'll go to you first. Uh, what do we think of the sanctuary? Because now it's like a staple. It's basically like going to a different tribe. It's, I I, I kind of hate it because I kind of liked when the rewards made no sense. Um, like remember back when the reward was to go see a movie, Jack and Jill, and everyone complained about it. Uh, or back in Borneo where the reward was just going to a bar and watching Survivor for no reason. <laughs> I, I kind of would rather have that than the same reward. Um, like have it once a season, make it the merge reward but don't don't do it at the final five the final six whenever it was nasir did you ever make it to the sanctuary i can't remember did you get ever get to go to the sanctuary sanctuary but we went the merge feast event right so we went to this merge feast but maybe a different spot but what i'm trying to say here like see for us to watch on our comfortable couch right our puppy is next to us and if anybody who drinks drink and watch and judge is easy yeah but but you know how much it is for the survivor players to get a piece of bread even? Oh, I'm sure they don't oh, yeah. care. I'm sure so, they could care less. <laughs> so that is the best day they can have. I mean, like, at that time, I mean, like, even for Merch, we said that's the experience I had. I was going to say, Dave, you had, you had Applebee's, didn't you? Or was that season 40? No, season that was 42 was Applebee's. But, let, yeah. yeah, well, let me just ask, how was that feast? Like, when you're out on the island, that best, best day ever until... It settles in, and then it's the worst day ever. <laughs> See, sometimes I don't eat even uh, I don't eat bread even at home. Like on that day, I remember me and Danny and Dishan just lay on the floor, like on the wooden floor, and eating bread like that. <laughs> oh <laughs> right. my god! Like, I gotta we, get this. Normally, <laughs> we take the butter and put on the bread, and we eat after that. But like, no, one bite of a butter, one bite of a bread. You know, so sanctuary to look. Whereas, like as a fan, okay, you, be, you have seen all 40, 43 uh, seasons now, you know all the differences, like, you know, different experience, 
but do survival players care about when they are playing and they are in day 40 24 25 or previous uh oh, they could care they could care less no. <laughs> yes or like electric even uh jeff said okay the winner of this challenge you got to go to get to go to a sanctuary have a peanut butter but no sandwich or or, or no bread just the peanut butter that would be amazing here, i'm yeah. not I, i'm not starving here and you're making me hungry this here i'm kind of sitting here <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh i'm kind of hungry now uh just a Another shout out. I think we covered most. I, I know that there's a lot of underlying conversations that we didn't get to. This isn't like a, a normal breakdown episode for us because it was a three hour edition of Survivor. We're kind of talking about the big talking points in about an hour here. Um, but I do have to say fans have wanted the Survivor intro back forever now. We didn't get the official intro, but we got something else that I actually really enjoyed at the very beginning of the episode, they brought the, the classic survivor music back and they kind of did a rundown of the remaining five players where they all got a chance to speak about what it meant to them to be in this moment. And I like that. I, I did like that. I thought for like a makeshift intro that worked. And then I can't remember my memory is just so bad. I can't remember if they've been doing this on survivor the past few seasons for this new era, but when they got down to the final three, Another thing they don't do anymore is they don't do the rites of passage where you go through and honor everyone who was in the game before you. And I, I do wish they brought that back because I think it's a really cool moment. I think it's a respect thing. You respect everyone who played the game with you. But we also got a makeshift rites of passage where the final three were saying why they deserve to, to win the game, what got them to this moment. And then we get to hear from every single jury member about, yeah, you know what? Carl or sorry, Cassidy played a great game. This is what she needs to tell me uh, at the final tribal council. And I thought that was cool too. So I, I wanted to see your guys' opinions on that. If, if any of those moments stuck out to you, because I thought it was really cool to be able to hear every jury member before we got to the final tribal council. I'll start with Nasir here. Um, did you like these like little editing things that survivor put in? Like overall, what did you think of the episode last night compared to like the other seasons? Well, episode was great. Yeah. So that you were talking about like a previous season that they go to every uh, uh, place that who played from all the way to the who got yeah. what first, right? Then they burn their uh, torch and everything. Yeah. Or yeah. or put put it out to sea or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That was great. But remember, Jeff said this is a new era. Drop the four, keep the one. And that you guys are the only ones who could say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Even season 42, 43, 44. Yeah. Even in the future, they can say that we are the only one that has the right to say drop the four, keep the one. So all those memories and stuff that they did, it was in that four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got it. We yeah, I get what you're saying. We've got new stuff now. We've got like the shot in the dark. We had the yeah. hourglass for a little bit. I mean, there yeah. are new, and I and I think with how I, there there is some good stuff with the new era. I think like how they're doing idols now, like the phrases were, uh, were amazing. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, the phrases was great <laughs> on season 41. And then we have the beads. They changed it up. We have, we had the beads and now small spoiler alert, but if you guys haven't heard for season 44, they're doing this new thing called like an idol in a cage. You see a very quick clip of it. If you go back mm -hmm. and watch the preview, very they're putting an idol like right out in the open in a cage or something. I don't know if you have to find a key or something like that. 
So they're getting creative. So there's definitely, I, I get what you're saying this year. Those are of the past. You can look back. It's time to start new stuff with the game. I just, I don't need the right to passage back, but I do need the survivor auction to come back. That's the one thing that I want back very much. Very um, much. Yeah. Survivor auction plus eating crazy food. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it got ruined, but just tell the castaways, look, there are no idols here. There's no advantages. There's no loved one notes. Uh, it is just food. So spend your money on food. Uh, but Will, uh, what did you think of the editing side of things last night? Uh, I know you and I could be very critical of the editing team sometimes, but I, oh, I, yeah. I thought last night was pretty good. I was actually really impressed. Uh, on terms of editing, the episode, I think, was one of my favorite finales as of late. Again, I've said this earlier, but just the the emotional roller coaster between the Jesse boot and then the final tribal council. I think Gabler winning was hilarious, but I really liked the intro. I liked when people, when all the contestants were given that emotional time to say what me, what winning survivor means to them. Um, and then of course, um, I don't know if you know this, Randy, but I'm 99% sure that the, some of the jurors coming back and saying, you know, their thoughts on the final tribal uh, council makeup. Uh, I think that's been a staple for a good while now. Um, which is one of my favorite parts because it kind of gives us insight onto how the jurors are going to go into final tribal council without them, like before they make their speeches um, on top of survivor things. I want to come back though. I really want the old style of final tribal to come back. I know I liked it before. Oh, I, yeah, but... I do like, yeah. So you're talking when they actually get up, uh, say this I'm going to use you as an example. Nasir, come up here and ask a question. And then he's standing there Instead of like an open discussion, you know, you liked it better mm -hmm. when they took turns. I, I will agree with that. I think a lot of people have said what happened to the days where the jury was just ruthless and got up there. No. Like I said, I just watched uh, Survivor Palau where Colby <laughs> didn't even or Kobe didn't even have a question. He just got up and said, your game sucked. Your game sucked. Neither of you deserve to win, which mm -hmm. I'm not saying we want to see people bully others. I'm not saying that at all. But I think why we don't see as many of those moments anymore is because when you're up there and no one else can talk, but you, you have that power when it's more of an open discussion. I feel like you don't want to be that one person sitting amongst a group of people to just be super ruthless and mean towards the remaining castaways. I think it also gives everyone a chance to speak before, before the game is over, which I think is the important part because the early merge boots, um, you know, they, they kind of lost um their power to say a lot um until i'm trying to think of like earlier merge boots um it would have been janine james yeah like janine yeah. james like those people like they really didn't have too much of an impact in the later half of the season and so it's easy for casual to forget about them so having them be able to say one more thing like gabler you're the best person ever and cassidy i hate you you know like even if it like, I know it can be toxic, but I still think there's enough room for there to be positives without the. Well, I mean, it's great to bring it up because Nasir, again, being a member of season 41, the new era, the the new jury and how they do it and how they've been doing it for a while now. Did you like the open discussion? Do you feel like that's a great way to do it or should it go back to I think everything in the world nowadays, right? Everything in the world nowadays becoming an open conversation, open, right? That's mm -hmm. a good way to put it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's not like used to be people, they do think before they talk. Right. So like before it's like, don't talk to me. I don't have your vote. 
done, done, done. Like you said, like you suck, you suck, you yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to right? be like that where they well, just, yeah. Exactly. And also they had a famous always, uh, the question was like, uh, okay, for an example, R- Randy. Okay. How many percent do you have out of one to 10? Yeah. <laughs> You're being up your, yeah. Yeah, know, exactly. So, like pick a yeah. number, pick a number. Pick a number okay? Do not disgrag you. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also some other seasons I have seen that like, okay. I don't need your vote. Don't talk to me. You know, even the, the final three, you know, it's, it's always, there's a, at that time, that time is gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. and people now they think like, okay, if I say something bad, maybe they want to do, do, they want to say something, but at the same time, they're the other, the, 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 the final three, they are open to have an open conversation. Then it's like you are adopting more into, into that conversation and trying to, uh, 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 learn something from everyone. That's a good thing, right? And yes. uh, that that thing has passed. I mean, like maybe I, I I think that they may bring back the, for example, let's talk about the challenges like eating bad foods or eating or the the, the survival auction. Yeah. But I don't think that. Oh, I don't believe that the 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 bad, crazy questions and all those jury need to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no. think they will come back ever because people are like really careful when they talk because they don't want to it's a good thing because people yeah nobody wants to hurt someone else you know it's at the end it's a game and when you get out of the game i mean you are who i mean like, i would recommend always be who you are even yeah, in the game yeah right but yeah people are i think they are they are more what they call is it right way is it transparent or, or yeah no they, that's yeah, yeah yeah more transparent yeah yeah. So yeah. You definitely happen. have to be mindful of what you say nowadays. And I think that does go into it too, because people know, especially with social media, what it is and everything. Exactly. No oh, one yeah. wants to be trending for being the, the, the Sue of survivor anymore. He just goes up and just attacks you. Um, before we get into, we're almost done talking about the actual episode and then we'll get into the after show and our, you know, beliefs with how that went down. I, I told myself not to forget this question, and I did want to bring it up. Last night was the first night ever, and I do think it has to do with Jesse being so bad at fire making, and every he was the favorite to win. It was the first time that I saw so many people say they are tired of the fire making. Let's change it. Which I it, it, it's interesting to me because I feel like most of these people were also the same people who said we need fire making because. It was getting boring where it was just choose the two people who go with you. And then like that was pretty much it or whatever. Um, so question for you guys, and I'll give my opinions here first. Should we go back to two, a final two? Because like you said, Will, the third member, there's usually, you know, as of late, there's been that third place player who gets like no votes. So should it go back to a final two and make it a little bit closer or... Or well, and that's question number one. The other one is, is has fire making ran its course? Like you say, Nasir, is it time fire making is of the past? Do we need to look at a different way to do, you know, who makes the the finale or the final three and whatnot? I'll say I do like the final three. I think if you get a final two, sometimes it can be a little too easy to know who's gonna win. Where mm-hmm. if there's three people, I can be like, okay, there's three different possibilities here more votes to be split up. So I do think they should keep the final three. I love the fire making and I love having to earn your way into the final tribal council. The only solution that I would say, and I get why everyone was mad. They're like, Jesse's whole game was ruined because 
he couldn't make fire. But if you listen to Nasir earlier, you were on the island for 25 days. There is no excuse for you not knowing how to make fire. None. Uh, I would be maybe down for them to change it up. I'm going to give a terrible excuse. They can't do this, but this is just the first thing that came, you know, on my mind. First person to catch a fish <laughs> and bring it back there. You've earned your way. You provided for the tribe. Uh, you've earned your way. I know that's a terrible example, but something like that, make it maybe not fire making every year, but do another, you know, common Challenge. knowledge thing that you should know how to do. Um, so that those are my thoughts on it. I'll go to Nasir first. Um, has fire making ran its course? Is it time to to move on to something else? I'm I'm really sorry, but I I'm not angry with you, Randy, on that. So fire making is something like it's a part of survival, right? It's like as I said again, it's, those are basic things that you should do, and yeah. it's an opportunity to get onto that final uh, uh, two or final three, sorry. Yeah. So for an example, like for an example, let's say there is no fire making challenge yesterday or the last night. Jesse would go even home. Yeah, he would. If they could just choose Cassidy won. He, and he said, who do you want to go to the final? It would have just been, okay, I'm taking Owen. I'm taking Gabler. Oh, Jesse, you're done. So like, yeah. would people be happy about that? No, no. So at least he had an opportunity. I'm not just keep using Jesse. There are many things happened, right? Many other seasons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At least he had another opportunity. Okay. Uh, Rick, Rick Devins would have been another example of someone exactly. that people were mad that he played a perfect game and then he lost on fire. And also uh, a lot on Ashley, right? Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, right. So if they can get to that far, like to final four, they are a good player, no matter how. It could be like, okay, I mean, like maybe people, or they did not do anything, but it's still somehow they, they maneuver through whatever they came over there. But it's like a good player is like a Jesse, just like a Rick Devins. And like, uh, Rick is going to call me back. And <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I'm saying, I'm like, it's an opportunity for them to prove again, hey, you are being, you're playing a great game and keep moving on. On top of that, it it shows like okay if you don't know how to make fire why are you be on survivor <laughs> 20 but, i mean and you know it's going to be fire making so there's no reason mm -hmm. you should not be practicing during your time out there if i make it to the final four i got to be prepared and it just looked like jesse wasn't practicing all season oh in on top of that like okay yeah forget about final four if you know how to make fire at least you're trying it shows like you're trying to provide sometimes you're trying to work with team you're just trying to give something okay you're not going out and fishing you're not a great swimmer right and but at least you're making fire to cook that fish so that shows <laughs> value right I, okay i'm around the camp okay there are a lot of tons of mosquitoes and bugs right if you know how to make fire at least make the fire bring some firewood and keep the fire going right it, it's kind of way of just just i mean i'm i would say like a winning hearts in on uh, when you're in as a in a tribe in the night yep. or in, in your island, right? So I I still like it, fire making, because I hope one day it will happen to me. I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Devin's is definitely going to reach out to you. He tweeted last night in this year. He said, congratulations to the person who will forever be remembered as the fire loser <laughs> or something like that. So, I mean, this yeah. you can obviously make fire. That's the sense I'm getting here is you know how to make fire. 
me, I can make fire with anybody, my friend. Can oh, you teach yeah. me how to make fire for when I'm on Survivor? See, again, I make again, Final again, Four. again. I it's little. It came out little. I can. I'm. I'm a very. I'm a very good fire maker. That's mean. It doesn't mean like sometime it's a just gust of wind. It come and just you know. It's again. This is Survivor. You don't know what <laughs> will happen next second. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Am I? Uh, do I know how to make fire? I can. Yes, he he would have beat Jesse last night too. Let's just put that. He would be Gabler last night. Uh, uh, Will, I have to get your opinion on this before we move to this after show here. Uh, that has fire making ran its course in your opinion, or are you kind of with Nasir? Like you got to you got to know how to make fire. Like, come on. So, I and going into it, I thought I wanted fire making to be gone, but then I start to think, and I'm like, you know, people like Jesse. People like Ricard, people like, um, what was his name from season 42? He got fourth. Uh, Omar. Or no, no, Omar, yeah. Omar. Like, those kinds of people, they had no shot even when, um, or Omar didn't make fire. Who, who made fire in 42? Uh, 42, it, it was Mike and Mike Jonathan. Mike and Jonathan. Yes. And Jonathan mm. lost, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, people like them have no shot of making final three in a normal vote. So the fact that they lost, like Jesse, I don't think fire made Jesse lose. Jesse was gone when he lost immunity because I mean, like, everyone, everyone yeah. voted against him. Uh, that's ex- exactly like we just said. Like, well, I mean, that's why I saw everyone super mad. I'm like, which would you rather have? Jesse has a chance. It's right there. All he has to do is make fire or Jesse has no chance. And they just tell him he's going home. I will say I hated it in season 35 because, you know, now making fire at final four is the norm. But back then it was like no one knew until the final four. And like, so it's not Rick Devins that should be mad because Rick Devins should know that final four was the time to make fire. Devin Pinto should be mad that he got out from fire. Mm, Okay. I see what you're saying. So uh, the last, the last big topic we have here, Will, I'll go to you first. The, the Survivor After Show, it has been another, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The fans have been very quick to criticize it because everyone wants the live reunions back. It was kind of forced due to COVID reasons, and they've kind of just kept it around. And Jeff Probst has stated, even though he knows the fans are not a fan of it, uh, it is here to stay. He said, this is the new, we are doing this. He likes it. He says, you get that raw emotion from the players. Um and uh, we we had some drama last night. You brought it up, Will, a little bit. I saw one particular article from someone talking to Owen, and Owen uh, used the F word when talking about it, and he thought it was not right that they did not give him time to process his loss before asking for his opinions. Um, and we know, you know, I love it. I love that there's been players who have, you know, told Survivor and, and that they're not happy with how it goes. Danny was a very, uh, we all know Danny when he said this is stupid. And uh, and Owen had some harsh words to say about last night's uh, live finale, or not live, but, you know, island uh, finale. And I actually thought it wasn't bad. I thought it was the best one from all seasons. I think they're getting better at it as it as they go on. My only complaint. If you're going to keep it on the island, you know, you're going to do it how you want to do it. Keep it that way. My only complaint is either A, bring some families in. I would love to see that. Or even if that's not possible, 
My only problem with it is we don't get to hear from the pre-jurors. They send them home and we don't get to hear people like Justine or Mariah or Ellie. I think it was, yeah, Naneka or Gio. I mean, Dwight, I could keep, I think we almost named all of them. That's all of them. (laughs) Yeah. So we don't get to hear any, anything from them. That's my only complaint about it. Cause you know, I hated it at first and I'm like, okay, I still love survivor. Get over it. I think, I do think a lot of fans need to look at it that way. This is how it's going to be. And we just got to live with it. That's my only complaint is bring the preachers mm-hmm. in, keep them at yep. Ponderosa or whatever, and then bring them in. Will, do you agree with that? And how, and how do you think <laughs> of last night's finale? Absolutely. Because pre-jury, they have their own Ponderosa. You know, I understand that, you know, they want to go home, but I, I feel like they should have a say at reunion because, again, people like Lindsay and NECA and Justine, like no one really hears from them anymore. And I will be the survivor nerd to bring up some old seasons again. You know, season uh, Panama, the first boot at the live reunion got like five minutes to just explain her life story that was only shown throughout one episode. And because of that, Tina uh, Shear is one of the most memorable first boots because she was able to give this really emotional story at the reunion. And, you know, you got to think about how many other pre-jurors could have that chance to kind of give more insight on their life or how they live and be memorable, but they just can't because of how the reunion has been made. But overall, I like the, I like the reunion. I didn't love it. Uh, or it's not a reunion, more of an after show. Yeah. But that's just splitting hairs by that point. Um, but it was all right. <laughs> Sarah, what'd you think? You got to you got to enjoy the pizza out there with Jeff. You know, come on, bring him in. Let's top everyone off with champagne. Make sure. Uh, what, what do you think about all of this? <laughs> that was a good margarita pizza. I really enjoyed it. Anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I'm trying yeah, no, Randy, I, I like uh, what you said. See, Survivor is a family show, right? So when you have a reunion, family do visit, or like there is some days, like when you get to season, when they were playing like season 39 days, after 32 days, and if you win a challenge, you have a family visit, the loved ones visit and all kind of stuff. It was amazing, right? It's a family show. Yeah. So I agree with you. And uh, that's a great point. I did not think until you said that, because it's good to bring if if the before the, the what they call the, the first the, group of- The pre-jurors, yeah jurors right that they're not going to go home unless it's something really happened right like they're going to stay in a different hotel or different ponderosa right on the last day we should have they, sh- they should bring them so they will be like a part of again as a whole team together because exactly. you know already who's a winner is but the only question is because they don't want anybody to disclose the winner when they get out right yeah so it's a different relationship, I would say. Correct me if I'm wrong. Pre-juror, I mean, after that, it's everything is perfect. And the post-juror, like when, when you're in the jury, because it's all about game and who's going to win. And like pre-juror, don't take me again, okay? I don't know. They're not trying to mix all in one day, one time immediately. I don't know. But I agree. I, I, that's a great idea. But at the same time, that they can't disclose even if they go back again. Everybody, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think the yeah, only yeah, that's true. That's true. I missed that part. So they they can't disclose because they <laughs> yeah. will be, they will be in a bad situation if they disclose. So no, <laughs> I, I love that idea. Oh, yeah. I had to I, think too. I, I think the only part. other thing that I think the only other thing that's like hurt by this is like 
like I said, I don't know if they could bring the families back. Uh, Survivor South Africa, or I know Survivor Australia did it, but what they did is they didn't have family visits either because that's kind of a thing in the past. I hate to say it, but because of travel reasons and stuff like that. Um, But they brought them in. They brought the families in for the final three. And that was cool. And I think we need something like that just because like, you know, when they used to announce the winner, you had an entire building screaming and clapping and it felt like you know confetti flying and it felt like a big deal where last night you know i was screaming yes i was in my in in my room but it was kind of like uh the winner of survivor 43 gabler and then you have the clapping from the castaways but other than that it kind of flew under the radar compared to the big ovation that we used to get um so i think it would be nice to have like gabler's family there maybe at the very least Absolutely. I understand you, you can't really do it just because Abraham said this when I talked to him about this. He's like, you don't know who's going to be in the final three. And like with how they would have to plan to fly him out and stuff, it'd be difficult. I just wish we could find a way. But I thought it was I thought it was decent last night. And we kind of there is and, <laughs> and the, the last <laughs> you don't know we, who's going to be on. Right. So then <laughs> it's it's OK. So for an example, like if you are flat, if you are filming in Fiji. Yes. In America. The flight is at least like 15 hours, right? That's so what I heard. Yes. Two days, right? Two days, three days. Then I don't think that it's really possible. It, it is possible, no, nothing no. impossible. But the, the problem is like, it's you don't know who's going to be final four, final three. You know, that's the other thing. They so, would have yeah. to film it like at least two days later. They would have to say, go back to Ponderosa. And then I think that's why Owen was mad too. He's like, they didn't even give me a day at Ponderosa to kind of cool off. I mean, that's, that could be, I mean, CBS, that could be meeting the fans (laughs) in the middle, meeting the players in the middle, let them go back to Ponderosa and celebrate and talk it out and hash things out. And then bring them back two days later with their family on the Island for like an after show. That could be something. I mean, Nasir, no, (laughs) not, not a fan of that. You don't yeah, want to I, hang I, out I, okay, I, I, okay, I really love the the announcer winner on the on the last because it's great, you know, because yeah. you don't have to go back home and wait six and months. Wait, six yes, months right. That, I just a- yeah, I just did an online game and I have they didn't announce the winner and I'm just it's eating me up and I want to know who who wins. Yeah, so right, yeah. so so um, for that reason, I understand Owen's feelings because it's not easy, but at the same time. You are a survivor. You go to final three, you know. Stop so. complaining. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, right? zero. no, this is why we love you. And we want, <laughs> we love that because we want people to say, look, that's why I was trying to say it in a nice way. But survivor fans, you yeah. got to get over it. Jesse, on, tweeted, like, there's so that. much hate going towards Gabler and he doesn't deserve it. And this sucks. The season's ruined that Jesse literally tweeted out and said, Y'all need to calm down. He's he literally said Jesse tweeted that out. I posted it on our y'all should chill. Yeah, y'all should chill. Like it's kind of telling everyone it's okay. Like uh, you know, we love the show. Just be happy we're getting Survivor. Remember that year we didn't get Survivor because of COVID. Just be happy we're getting Survivor. Um, we did get a quick preview for season forty-four. Uh, before we wrap everything up, did you guys have any opinions? Because I made a joke earlier. It looks like it is season 44, a trip to the hospital. I mean, we saw a guy fall from a rock. They've got a guy. That is a stupid move. I told Diana 
and then last night he has no clue what he's doing <laughs> barefoot that the it's rocks slippery and, it's wet slippery you are climbing a <laughs> I told this guy gonna pull down. I'm sure is it like you see like when Cody climbed and it jumped and all kind of stuff. He knows what he's doing. He's right? from Hawaii. He does it like yeah. <laughs> he's from he he lives in Hawaii. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just saying this guy's like you know when you come out here, it's all about getting out of your element. I'm like no, that's I don't think that's getting out of your element. That's you just being no. He should have. I'm sorry. I don't know. Just, just, just to, just for fun. Okay. He should have go to Chuck E. Cheese and climb and fly. You know, if you really <laughs> like jungle do those things, don't try something you've never done. And and again, those are. It's like a. It's it's like a climbing a coconut tree when it's raining. You will never. You can't. It's slippery, right? But mm-hmm. he's. What is he thinking? <laughs> no, Seer, this he what he's thinking is he doesn't have you on the island to tell him he's dumb and like shout and say, yo, get off the rock. <laughs> because well, like yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing is like I'm not saying he's dumb. I, I that's not what I meant by that statement. I'm just saying that is extremely dangerous. And oh, I get yeah. tr- trying to get out of right. It's always like, I mean it's, it's climbing that rock pile and like it's like nothing to hold on to it. I don't think ever even like a Fijians climbed that before. <laughs> it was it was almost I'm sure CBS loves it because it was almost like a movie trailer. Like it started off so slow and I was like this is different. Like they're focusing on this one guy and then when he starts climbing I'm like he's not going to fall. And then the way they did it with him falling and then cutting to black and then it's like it was almost like a movie trailer, like coming March 1st. I was like, oh, I am hooked. Will, did you, did you, are you interested in season 44? If I had told that guy, like, look, there's an idol on top of that mountain. Just got to climb it. That, <laughs> that's then, probably what they, 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 they don't tell you that. <laughs> I know. I know. In, in, when you are in island on the island that, you know, so uh, you be who you are. There, there is, there's no restrictions in terms of. So you can mm. climb trees, or you don't. Yeah, I think he picked them wrong. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <Not gonna lie. laughs> All right. I would do the same hey, exact just go thing. Ahead and climb a coconut tree. You can get a coconut, right? <laughs> just I'll... leave the big rocks. See, I I feel like we've seen the the same big rock island now in all the seasons because they were kind of filming at the same location, same beaches, and everything. I'm I'm convinced that he was just watching 41, 42 and said that big rock out there. I'm gonna climb that. That's what I'm convinced happened here. I never oh. seen that rock. I think that, you know, in Fiji, there are over 400 islands. Wow. Wait, so Abraham says all the time that he notices when he's watching. He's like, yep, I remember that location. Have you seen a moment that you're like, I remember that being on the show? Some, but it's hard to say 100% it is the same. Yeah. I mean, because everything I mean, can kind of look I, similar. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that. Yeah, all the islands are kind of similar, right? Like, it's it, it's like, see, I'm I'm from originally from Sri Lanka. It's an island, right? Mm-hmm. No matter which side of the island you go, it looks the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah. So, uh, even I, I was thinking about, I would say some they may, but but at the same time, the rock pile they were talking about. It's 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 even though you remember that like when they go to final four they went and oven stand up in a, a really tall uh, uh, it's a rock yes it's, really it's like deep. it's like a cliff almost yeah yeah it's a cliff like I'm like wow I didn't see that and also they went to a different island you know it's a, they have to start a new island they went to a different path I'm like no that's a different path because yeah some of them may I, I would say uh, 
maybe for, for season 42 they use it but for yeah season 43 a lot of new places though Abraham, she knows. She knows my yeah, brother. Yeah. He knows everything. <laughs> yeah, he says the the three days he was out there, he 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 marked every single location. Apparently, uh, but no. Uh, first off, I gotta say, Nasir, thank you so much for coming on and chatting. So, right, you know, you always have an open invitation, and we were so eager to get you on the finale because you were the perfect person to break down kind of this new era of survivor because you've been through it. Abraham's mm-hmm. going to text me now and say, yo, what am I chopped liver? Oh, yeah. too, but he told a- me that, Hey, you've been trying you, you guys, you're trying. Like when he told me last week during reality, uh, uh rally, you know, Re- hearts of reality, the hearts of reality. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, I never say no to them. And just, you know, let me know if I'm available. Definitely. I will be, but he like, if I tell you, you're going brother, because we have good. relationships. <laughs> It is, I, I I wish I had more days and I wish I played with him. I never got that opportunity. I think it would have been an amazing alliance. He's an amazing human, human being I ever met in my life. If I had a blast doing uh, Hearts of Reality, he, I, I wish I can play with him one day. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I share the sentiment. I can't like... I can't say no. anything bad about Abe. I mean, when we went to Bryson Wendell present in, in January or not January, well, why did I say January? That's the next month coming up. Um, anyways, when we went to, to start season 43, Abraham said, Randy, we're going to New York. And I'm like, checking my wallet. I'm like, what, what we're going to New York. He's like, I got you. We're going to New York. And I mean, Abraham's that type of guy who will give you his shirt off his back. Like he's oh, yeah. just that type of hey, person. Can I say something? If yes. if CBS or production, maybe a lot of people may say, Anna Nasir is crazy because not many people knows about me. Uh, like maybe, uh, or Abraham, not me, right? Yeah. Like if I would really happy, Jeff, even if Jeff's seeing this one. Please yes. Another shout to Abe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there are a lot more, a lot more to prove, and 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 people may think that he's not a, a not an interesting personality or guy, but he no. is. He is. He's an amazing person. He's an. Um, he will. If he get like a five six days, it'll be a different Abe over there. And okay? I mean, he he literally, he eats, sleeps, and breathes this game. And I can't say that like he was the first person I ever interviewed, and I I he was crazy for it at the time. Mm-hmm. But I said, look, I started this podcast do you want to come on and do this full time with, you know, Will and I, and he was like, sure. And it just caught me off guard. And that's because of how much he loves talking about the game. And you see him at like every single event that happens that he can make it because he loves meeting the fans and he can't stop talking about it. So I, I agree. This yeah. We have to give him another chance, but you also need another chance. Oh, like, yeah. You need another chance to go out there. Uh, as like well. for, for an example, like uh, was that Francesca or, you know, Philip Francesca, Francesca got yeah. twice. Yeah. Both guys, first day she was, she was out of the Island. Right. So uh, I hope one day it brought, uh, Abe, I can say Abe, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Abe, you have to know him before you say Abe, I can tell uh, Abe, you know, so definitely he got another. Uh, he, he's supposed to get another chance. You know, I'm oh, like yeah. he's a great person and yeah. And look, look, yeah. I I hope so. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone, and, and checking out a few housekeeping stuff to get out of the way. 
There is more Survivor content coming up for you guys. We are currently planning to get everybody together, everyone that we can, to talk about the Survivor season as a whole. We got Survivor Australia, Survivor South Africa, and two Survivor US seasons. So we're going to look back and and see how each season compared uh, to each other and which season might have been the best and stuff like that and have some fun with that, reviewing that. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the podcast and we would really appreciate a rating as well. We're not going to tell you what to rate, just a rating would be awesome if you guys have the chance to do so. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, share this video everywhere. It really helps us out and we appreciate that as well as we continue to grow the show and survivor content galore coming up we've got a charity special that we're going to be planning we haven't picked which charity we're going to be donating to i know hearts of reality is one of the one or give kids the world um is one of the ones we're talking about but we're going to do a charity special where hopefully you guys can come on and chat with some survivor players and and do some special stuff with the fans while raising money as well for a good cause and then survivor australia heroes versus villains comes out in january we will be covering that as well nasir we gotta we gotta get you watching survivor australia man it is love it you would absolutely love it matter of fact i met george and from australian yeah king george yeah Yeah, he's he's a great uh uh, person i met he's he's really cool too and uh i'm sure he's a good player i understand why and uh, <laughs> you know he's a great he's a, he's a villain on the the upcoming season too i see why and because uh, i met him person <laughs> had you know a good time and also uh australian survivor is good but you mm-hmm. know uh you never but- never rule out going to compete there they you know they're starting the branch out internationally too with bringing some uh Nina Twine's going to be on it that's going to be her second time playing Sandra's daughter she's going to get a redemption chance because she got injured uh last season so she's got a chance to go back out there and complete her story um also if you guys are interested in getting Survivor Now merch we actually have merch you can find the link in the comment down below it is a limited time uh, hoodie and shirts as well, only available through December 28th. So make sure to grab that. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about the the finale? I thought it was a I thought it was a good season. A lot of people hate the season now because of who won, but I thought it was a really good season. And I'm starting to come around to the new era of Survivor just a little bit. I know people are going to disagree with me, but I, it's starting to grow on me. Um, the season okay i would say i would be honestly like a like a four episodes wasn't really i was feeling like kind of slow yeah then, very beginning yeah whoa then like mm-hmm. really it 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 was a great season great uh i mean like it it really 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 i enjoyed it and uh it i can see that Drop the one. I'm uh, sorry. Drop the four. Keep the one. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> and I mean, we can't new forget era. to mention. Can't yeah, forget to mention era, that. It's, yeah, they're yeah. evolving. They're evolving. So it's a good thing. No, and we can't forget to mention. Uh, just because I had to throw this out there, I'm so sorry, Nasir. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, but I, I had to mention. First ever time a survivor player donates a hundred percent of the profit to a foundation i believed it was the i don't want to say wounded warriors i think it was veterans in need or something like that um he donated all the money to to this organization which was amazing as well will you got anything else to say before we sign off here 
I got two things. One, are y'all familiar with Survivor Gabon? Because that's infamous with fans for being like the meme season or the joke season. And I think wholeheartedly that season 43 will be the next Survivor Gabon. Janine's jaw, literally. Janine's on the jaw, floor. Gabler winning. <laughs> and then the second is an open uh, letter to Jeff Probst. Jeff, if you want a really good season, here's what you do. You put me and Abe on an island together and see what happens. Because well, every every episode, this man, it says he's going to vote me off. And- well, uh, let me just say, you can do that now because they actually gave us a survivor Gmail. I feel so sad for the guy who has the man or the people who have to manage that because there's going to be so much uh, positive and negatives. And I feel bad for the negative side of things. But uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. Oh, yeah, so got something. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We said to put him and Abe in an uh, to uh, to play on a season. Will have you ever applied to be on Survivor? I applied the last round of like when you can apply. I think at the end of season forty-two, I'm going to apply oh, again. Yeah, I'm seventeen. I won't be like able to just hop right on a season, but like I'm old enough to technically apply. So, now, Sarah, yeah. do you have any like recommendations for the fans on like? You know, keep applying, obviously, but do you recommend how to do their video and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I can share that. Like, be who you are, but think about really before you say, uh, don't think too much. All right. It, it's all about uh, being who because when you get over there. And when I say like being who you are, it's easy to say, but it's tough to <laughs> show on a video. Right. But this is it's something like if, if, if you want to, if you can say that, yeah, I can do this and show them, you can do that. If, show them that if you don't know how to make fire, show them, hey, I tried two hours, I could make fire. That's who you are, right? Because I'm sure the production, the CBS and, and Jeff and the crews, they know, they want to know exactly who you are. So they can uh, uh, picture and they can put into a right season. As I heard that Jeff saying in an interview, like, for an example, like, yeah, maybe we like you, for an example, Will, right? But you are not for this season. There are more mm-hmm. seasons to come, you know, we'll put you. So, uh, and again, yeah, keep applying. That's easy to say, but don't forget apply. We have, I mean, like, and don't apply for apply the same video every single time. Just, you know, save it on your hard drive and just send the application. No, people do change. Especially up, yeah. seen this oh, yeah. After uh, COVID, a lot of things have changed. Everybody, even myself, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm a student. <laughs> just doesn't with you guys. But yeah, keep applying one thing and at the same time be who you are. And if you are telling that why you want to win Survivor, tell them how you will win Survivor. And plus show them what you can do. I know that you can show the what you can do on an island or in a, in a on a desert, but tell them, hey, this is how I'm going to make fire. This is how I'm going to heat up water. All right. So maybe try to climb that tree. Don't try that; it's raining. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, that was so well said. We're going to end on that, but also know that if you go out there, you better know how to make fire. Nasir. We'll come after you if you don't know okay, oh, <laughs> how to make fire and how to hold a machete and cut bamboo, right? Yeah, thank you so much, guys. <laughs>